Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Josh, welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. But you two, in this most unexpected way that I, that I, I mean, I had no idea what was going on, but we had a, a, um, a college student in here doing kind of just observing classes and just something he had to to do for his class and at the very end on his last day he goes hey do you mind if I take a few students and just run an interview and talk of course you can I mean this is pretty standard stuff actually student you know you have to do that when you're in (laughs) education classes and he took you two but then a couple of other like yeah Julia Julia Sophia Sophia, and Elise Elise and I was like, yeah, sure, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It didn't really matter to me, but you were gone, like, for almost an hour. Yeah. yeah. It was, like, 45 or something. Yeah, only to come back and be like, that was really powerful. <laughs> and then to find the next day that <laughs> you had actually gotten together for two or three hours yeah. after that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to pry, but I'm going to pry. What happened in that um, so conversation? Yeah. yeah. The initial questions, it was kind of awkward. So he'd ask us a question that was basic, I guess, and we'd piggyback off of each other. Yeah. So we'd have, he'd ask, um, I don't know, for example, he'd, he'd be like, so what do you guys think is uh, something in, like influential or impactful that a teacher does? Because mm-hmm. like, he was trying to take notes for himself. Mm-hmm. And it'd start off by one person, like we'd look around and say, like, who wanted to answer? And somebody would answer, and then we'd go, oh yeah, I really like what they do, and something else that this teacher does, and we'd kind of piggyback off that. Yeah. And it was a weird group, because like, like, I mean, none of us had hung out before. Like, we didn't click in class. Mm-hmm. I only have classes. I have two classes with Maddie. I have one with Sophie. Yeah. You know, and one with, two with Julia. And it was a weird group of us. And then I think one was an emotional hit. First of all, before you even get into that, when it did turn to something more meaningful. Yeah. I, it just it was like the strangest group to come back and tell me it was yeah. really meaningful. I, yeah. I anticipated it being. Okay, 20, 30 minutes, here's some questions, here's some answers. And I mean, I love it. I love that that happened. But like, yeah, I wouldn't have pegged you all as friend group. Yeah. But then you spent a couple of hours together, all of you, each of you, committed to the couple of hours. Okay. And we plan on like doing it again, like we've talked about. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so something (laughs) happened that was like connected. And it's about... One of the, it's about one of the students who came with us. It's not about one of us. Yeah. Which is why I mean we didn't. Yeah. Answer. But um. Yeah. Uh, one of the questions was asked about. Uh, I was talking about like our struggles and how we're all like he's like oh you're all seniors and you're good students, and what, like kind of motivates you to do all the work and whatever academically, and what's like a struggle you've dealt with or like overcame during that process oh. and and then, Maddie talk, like opened up and Julie opened up. And yeah. I said, okay, well, I haven't dealt with that, but here's how I can relate. So I say, I like I've seen people go through it. Not personally, I've I never dealt it or received it, but yeah. I've I've been in that situation where one of my friends has tried coming to me and opening up about that same thing, and it's yeah. hard. It's hard to talk about for sure. Yeah. So when she did, especially in that group, because like I wouldn't say any of us were friends at that point even. I mean, like we were also does Maddie and kind yeah. of Julia. Yes, you know, polite. Yeah. Like, we knew of each other. We were nice yes, and thoughtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're like, good. Like in the hall and say hi, but. Yeah. You're good people, we're so classmates, yes. you're classmates. Well, we yes. weren't really friends on that level. So for her to open up and feel like that comfortable with us, I think is where it took off. Uh-huh. Because at that point, we were like, okay, we can be open yeah. about our Whatever. lives and our past history and anything and not feel like it's going to leave that room. I'm curious about a lot sprouting off of that. If, if you think like vulnerability is 
power or vulnerability begets connection. I mean, where where is that for you? Like, where do you feel, if you're willing to speak to it, where do you feel most vulnerable or most misunderstood or, sure. yeah? I mean, there's a difference between vulnerability and pressure. So, like, I feel pressure in some aspects. Um, I feel vulnerable when I, so, like, you found out that I write poetry. And I told yes. Maddie that, that I like to write poetry, but I don't usually, like, share. Yeah. Um, and I don't feel vulnerable, but I guess I'm more scared of how people react when I'm like, yeah, I like to write poetry, and uh, <laughs> it's just, it's different from being like, yeah, I play soccer or something, you know, that people know, or like, they, it wouldn't be a shock to find out, mm -hmm. like, oh, he's an athlete, okay, um, but to do something like that, it opens a gateway for people to think differently of me, even if it's not in a bad light, you know, like, writing poetry isn't bad, I guess it's not, you know, um, people could look at me differently, you know. So I filled out that application today for the Albion College Poetry oh, great. submission. Yeah, and I did three pieces that I wrote. Sure. Um, but I finished that today, but it was kind of weird because I looked back at the poetry that I had written this trimester, Yeah. and I, I had a list of them written down, and I was like, okay. And then it said you had to ask for a title. I was like, well, what would I do? And I was like, well, what um, was going on in my life when I wrote these, or like when I had the inspiration to write um, some of these? So I titled them each just one word I did uh, it was like life love and sharpness or sharp and each of those was something that I was like going through you know so one of them was like um, the love was in the aspect of uh, I guess I dealt with the more negative side of it okay and it was something I don't want to say yeah that I was vulnerable to yeah. but you know something in my life that I felt like pressure from you know something that stressed me out and it, like life in general just what I was going through was the next one and then Sharp was different, we wrote that one today. Um, but I did that from like a darker perspective of something else. So it was just kind of like looking at things from the other side, which kind of came from um, that idea of like the opposite side of the dark side of some good things. You know, like yeah. love is happiness, whatever. And like this yes. point of view came from the open openness that we had in that library. <laughs> yes. And that kind of made me think about um, like getting under the surface of not only a person, but you know, things and just what occurs in our lives, you know, the, the contrast of what we usually see, yes. you know, or like the happiness that people portray in school, like the face they put on, rather than what they're going through, you know, and that was kind of some inspiration yes. from my own life and from what we had discussed in, yeah. in our time in that library and then later that day. So, I mean, it was really interesting to hear you talk about even labeling yourself as a poet, you kind of were like... Yeah. or as enjoying poetry you're kind of even like uh, maybe uncomfortable really saying yeah I write poetry um, and that and that it seemed easier so I want to poke at this a little bit it seems easier for people to understand you as a soccer player or an athlete yeah. than a poet yeah. what what uh, what is there about that is that a is that like cultural thing that it's just easier to identify as an athlete than it is as a poet? Is that a gender thing? Do you think what what's going on there? Or do you think? Um, I think it's easier. I mean, I don't. And, sure. and actually, but even by asking, is it a gender thing? I actually notice my own bias in the question. Maybe it's not a gender thing at all. Is it? I don't know. What what's happening there? Where you felt really easy? Here's what I 
observe Xavier Hansler. It's like you felt it's very easy for people to observe you as an athlete, yeah. but you feel more uncomfortable or vulnerable yeah. to say as a poet. Yeah. So can you explore that more? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's a bias when you ask that. So, yeah. Um, I think in in our school as well, known for athletics, just men and women, you know, all yeah. of our, you know, whatever successes, winning conference or districts or anything like that. Um, it's a lot easier to see, you know, like you can see big guys, I mean, you're like, oh, he's probably a football player just because, you know, they lift a lot or they have that aspect of them, but it's something that you can't physically see. You can't be like, oh, he writes poetry because he has glasses or, you know, he's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you can be like, oh, he's, he's really big or he looks like he's really fit or fit. Maybe he's a cross country runner or a swimmer, you know? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I think it's, and then it's a lot less popular to be like, oh yeah, I write you know fantasy books or I write poetry or I'm a songwriter, you know, because it's a lot less common than saying I play basketball, you know, or something like that. Right. It applies to a lot less people, so I think it's a lot easier. So I mean, even if they were guessing, it'd be a lot easier to guess that I played a sport rather than I, you know, wrote poetry. Yeah, or, yeah, and you know, I'm sure nobody, yeah, yeah taking, yeah, would, no one would, yeah, come up with it. Yeah. Josh, if you had one piece of advice to give to anyone, what would it be? Uh, don't, I would, I'd say don't close yourself off to new opportunities. So when I initially said, oh, so I wrote, my mom got me these little white, uh, like, hardcover books, but they were plain, so I would be able to write in them. And she was like, oh, well, you can do this because I know you like writing. And then I wrote something, I wrote like 12 pages of the 30 pages for a book, I wrote like a mini story. And I brought it to her, and she was like, oh, like this is really good. And I was in uh, ninth grade, maybe. But she was like, oh, this is really cool. And of course, ninth grade, looking back on it, like I reread it, and I was like, oh, this is crap. <laughs> um, but it kind of opened me up to, oh, I can get better here. Like, I, I enjoyed doing that. So, you know, I wasn't thinking about enjoying, you know, like writing poetry or getting these little books and writing notes on them and stuff. But if it, you know, something that I enjoy, even if it's not something that, I guess you're like you could see yourself doing even don't close yourself off to doing it yeah because like that's not what I initially thought I wasn't thinking about oh later in high school I might apply for a scholarship through poetry yeah. you know trying to get money for college but then I was kind of like oh Mr. Trinity said you know that's a good idea making my parents were like oh it's kind of cool your writing is good and you should try it anyways so I mean then I did but it's not something that I saw myself doing initially so like if you have a small interest you can make something out of it you know put the time and effort into it you can totally get wherever you want. You could be really big in something really small, you know, that you initially thought that you wouldn't have in your life, you know. So you just got to see where it takes you, you know, and keep your mind open, keep your eyes open, ears open to new opportunities, you know, and just different paths in life, even if it's not initially where you thought you'd be going. Love it. I love it. Nice. Thanks, Joshua. Thank for what, how nice to talk to you uh, like this. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. That's it for this week's episode of the Share Chair Podcast. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or on our website, thesharechairpodcast.com, for updates.